Hello, welcome back to episode 21 of WCAT Chats. I'm Nathan Raju, alongside me is Kate Lockerman, and today we have a great episode with WCAT alum and Westminster alum, Jack Hunter. Jack, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. It's a little early, so I'm waking up, so I apologize if I start stumbling over things or lose my train of thought, but I'm, oh, I'm doing well. Thanks no for problem. having me. We're happy to have you here. So you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell everybody a little bit about you? Yeah, so I graduated uh, from Westminster in 2020, so the infamous COVID class. Uh, I go to Washington Lee University now. I'm about to wrap up my junior year. Uh, I'm about uh, like four weeks away from doing that. Um, and you're probably having me on because uh, in high school, I did a lot of WCAT stuff. I commentated a lot. I was behind the desk, weekly news, sports reports, you name it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I'm used to telling people that I'm from Atlanta, but that's because of my school. But I guess everybody here is from Atlanta. So, uh, yeah. So going into what, why, why you're here in the first place, I mean, like you said, you've got a lot of background in commentating and even commentating towards the collegiate level and professional as well. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got it started into sports commentary past the WCAT level? Yeah, so uh, WCAT gave me a good start. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be like kind of where I am now without WCAT for sure. I mean, in ninth grade, I kind of walked in and was like, Cheryl, can I, Mr. Cheryl, can I do something? And I remember like announcing the second half of a JV football game and I kind of led to like behind the scenes varsity football and put me on the camera and all that. Um, but uh, so when I kind of got to college, like that's something that I knew I wanted to do because um, of my WCAT experience. Um, and it was a little tough with COVID because they weren't really playing sports at first uh, at the Division three school that I go to. Like they, you know, Division one, they're SEC, they were playing football in that fall, but like they weren't really doing things at where I go to school. Uh, so it took a little bit of time, but um, I was able to kind of start right away because, you know, I had like, I was pretty polished, I had good experience, um, had a lot of like good practical experience. So um, that's just kind of how I started was freshman year. I just, say, hey, I got this commentating experience. Will you let me hop on games? And then it ended up working out to where, like, the next year, um, the, the guy at that WNL had to announce games, like, left. So they just had all these games that they really needed to be announced. And so, like, I was there, and I was cool for that. Um, and then kind of one thing has just kind of led to another from that. So how has it been different in college than it was in high school? Um, I would say it's, like, a little more, like, professional and, like, business like I guess you know I mean I'm not you know division three is still fun like and it's not like um you know as like crazy as like being division one um and that, that's great in its own ways uh and I'm glad that that's been the case but I think going from the high school to the college level like you go from like oh you know I have a lot of friends on this team like you know high school football is really fun and W catch really fun and it's kind of like all about learning getting into it and um Announcing on the college level is a little bit more like, you know, you got it. Like, it's a pro kind of more of a professional atmosphere. I'm, like, working with a lot more adults and, um, you know, take things a little more seriously. So I think it's just kind of like a step up and like a professionalism level, I'd say. So when you're commentating, do you have any challenges that kind of come across to you that you have to really persevere through? Yeah, I would say uh, the two things are, you know, having, like, building enough time to prepare. Um and then, like, new sports is always, like, really tough, too. Um, the prepare thing, you know, like, uh, in college you get really busy. You get pulled a lot of different directions. And um, to be able to, like, be a really effective broadcaster and commentator, like, you got to really put in the time to, like, prepare. You know, I think um, one of the, my favorite sports to do is baseball. And, like, there's a lot of, like, 
downtime in baseball, which I think is great, but you got to have information to fill that downtime. You can't just like sit there and look at the sky the whole time. Um, so, you know, finding the time to prepare, finding the time to like talk to coaches and players and kind of get their input on what's going on and like to really familiarize yourself with not just like the home team, but the away team too. And then new sports is something that's like uh, learning new sports is really challenging. Like even if you know the rules or, you know, if you don't know the rules, that makes it really tough because uh, then you got to learn the rules and then you got to learn the team. So, I, you know, over my college experience, like I've tried to broaden my horizons a little bit. Um, like I came in, like I knew football, basketball, baseball. And um, since I've gotten to school, I've like announced volleyball. I've announced soccer, a lot of soccer, uh, even done some water polo. Like it, it's, these are just things like it. I'm still trying to like learn more sports to do more sports. Um just try to be like as versatile as possible, um, you know. So that that's really challenging too, is because like you got to learn the sports, you got to learn the terminology, um, and then you also like have to. Like, when you see it live too, like you can't like blank out too. You got to like know what's happening. Them. So I think those are kind of two big challenges. I'd say. What's been the most challenging game that you've commentated at WNL? Um. I would say, like, this sounds kind of funny, but uh, my freshman year during COVID, they would um, they would stick, like, so there was, like, the front row of the press box, and then they would stick me out in, like, a lawn chair in, like, the front, in, like, the back of the stands, like, in front of the press box. And I think that was just hard because, like, it was nice being out in the sun and everything, and it was really not nice when it started raining outside. <laughs> um, but it was kind of hard just, like, because, like, the person you're doing the game with is, like, behind you. And I think that was probably the hardest from, like, a logistical perspective I think the hardest games I ever had to do were actually over at VMI, which is uh, um, a Division One school, like, across the street from WNL. I started doing some games for them this semester. And um, I was doing a women's water polo tournament. And, like, I was really excited about it, but I was also just, like, terrified because, you know, that's something that I didn't really ever watch going up. Mm-hmm. And, like, had to, like, I mean, I was spending hours, like, watching YouTube videos, like, trying to figure out what the rules were. And, like, you know, and so that was kind of what I talked about, about, like, learning new rules, learning the teams and stuff. And there was, like, four games in a row – and so uh, that was probably the most challenging from, like, a broadcasting perspective was, was that. Yeah, water polo, I think, is actually coming to Westminster next year as well. Really? So that, that, that'll be interesting. Well, I, I feel like I'm somewhat of an expert now after, after a few weekends ago. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> um, you have been commentating a little bit with ESPN and made some, a few experience, um, appearances there. How did you get yourself out there? How did you get involved? Yeah, um, I just think I was lucky enough to, like, know the right people and make a good impression on them. So I uh, took a sports journalism class um, my sophomore year, so last year because I'm a junior now. And uh, it was – I my, like, assignment was covering VMI sports. And VMI broadcasts a lot of their games on ESPN+. And I was covering uh, their basketball team, and I was doing a lot of work with their basketball team. And I feel like I did some good work. I had some good interviews and wrote some good things. And so – their uh, sports information director um, was familiar with me and kind of knew me. And so, like, you know, I kept in touch with him uh, over the last year. Um, I would interview their basketball coach on the radio show that I do at school. Um, and so then when the new year came around, um, he asked me if I wanted to do sideline reporting for, like, the, for the basketball games on ESPN+. And I was, you know, I was all for it. And then kind of I've done sideline reporting for basketball, and then that turned into – um, I've been doing a lot of commentary for their baseball team on ESPN Plus, um, and then the, the whole water polo thing too. And so I'm, you know, I'm hoping I can continue doing that. And that's just because that's just been such a cool experience. What's some advice you would give someone younger who's interested in sports reporting, sports broadcasting? Uh, How would you say to 
get themselves out there. Yeah, I would say um, you got to want it and like you got to really like work hard because um, like, you know, everybody has like a kid wants to do this. I mean, it's kind of like really like a childhood dream of a lot of people. And um, and, you know, a lot. So a lot of people want to do it. It's really competitive. And so, you know, you got to be able to like really want and if you and if you really do want it, like it, it's fun and it, it's like you know, I'm not trying to like scare anybody. It's just like, you got to want it. You got to really want to do it. And you got to like really jump in there. Um, so, you know, like weekends, like nights, um, you got to like spend a lot of time preparing. Um, so, you know, you, you got to kind of set yourself apart and like, and you got to like really jump into things. And I think WCAT was like a great, great, great way of doing that. So like, I would say if you're like listening to this and you know, you're in high school here, I mean, I think getting involved in WCAT was like the best thing that ever happened to my, uh, broadcasting career because like I came into school like so much so much further ahead of like a lot of people who wanted to get into this and like you know I, I think there's like a little bit of like less patience when you get to college like especially like you know student radio is like one thing if you go to school that has student radio that's one thing that's like but like a lot of stuff that I've done is like you know pretty professional level things I'm like I'm working with like um, adults and stuff so like there's not that much room to like you know, kind of play around or like, like the, you may have here. So I, to be able to like do WCAT and like really learn and like get a lot of like the learning pains and like uh, out of the way and get to college. Like, you know, I'm still like, I'm still getting better. And I'm still, I still mess up all the time and stuff, but I'm not, I'm not perfect. But like being able to get to college with a lot of experience and like know how things work and kind of really set me apart I think and so I think like that would be the biggest thing is just like get involved in WCAT it was it was great for me yeah so when, when you commentate you obviously want to create like your own style but have you ever modeled your commentating off of anyone in particular yeah I listened a lot growing up to the Braves radio um like I would go to bed and I just like have it on the radio and I think Jim Powell and Don Sutton were like two guys that I really listened to that I really admired and then now um Ben Ingram is like somebody that I kind of look up to from an announcing perspective um and I got to like meet him a few times last summer which was pretty uh, which is pretty cool and he's been he's he's awesome and I think the thing that I like most about him is like and I mean he's he's an entertainer like he's a baseball broadcaster he's like kind of the journalist side of it but he's an entertainer I mean you, you never know the stories that you're gonna get out of him and like he you can tell he prepares like really well because you know I, I never turn on the radio and like get bored of like listening mm. to it could be like a eight to zero game or something I never get bored listening to him um like he's just and so I think that's kind of how I try to be like especially baseball you have that room to like incorporate a lot of different stories whether they're baseball related or not baseball related um so I, I think being able to just like feel like you're kind of like in the listener's living room is like a good way to put it I guess you want to just be very like welcoming and like entertaining I guess too yeah, his voice is really iconic. I mean, when you just hear it, you know immediately who yeah. it is, and his, his voice just kind of fills a room. How has commentating sports really impacted you, like maybe personally or even just professionally? Uh, I mean, it's been awesome. Like, uh, you know, it's definitely shaped, like, it's definitely shaped who I am because um, I was kind of talking about, like, they play a lot of sports on weekends and stuff. They play a lot of sports, like, on um, – on nights and stuff so like that's where I spend a lot of time is like announcing sports or like preparing to announce sports and stuff but and it's like it's it shaped me a lot personally because like that's I, I'm really like driven by it um it was something that like growing up I always thought maybe like I could do and like high school I got like a good head start into it and now it's like you know between like I'm a journalism major so between like doing that stuff and between like doing the radio stuff and announcing and like I stay pretty busy doing it and like 
it's awesome because like I it's it's really cool to like really want to do something and like be like driven by it and so um it's it's been awesome for me like personally I'm just kind of getting to live out something that I've I've wanted to do I'm gonna just try to like see how long I can I can ride with it yeah so now I've got a quick fire segment about Westminster okay so who was your favorite teacher in high school and why I mean, this is going to be tough to be quick because I'm, I'm thinking I'm, <laughs> you're, you're putting me back here. Um, let's see. Oh, this is really, really getting in the weeds here. I haven't really thought about this. Um, I'd say that one, one that comes to mind um, is Dr. Vigil. I had him as a baseball coach, too, so I think that all – but I had him for history junior year, and I feel like that was just a, a really fun experience. But I, I love so many teachers of my time at Westminster, though. So did was history your favorite class or did you have like a, a favorite subject in particular? Um, I feel like I was kind of all around. Like I, I there wasn't really one class that I was kind of a huge fan of. I just kind of I was kind of fans. <laughs> I was kind of fans of I was fa- I was like modest fans of, of a lot of, of them. Course, there wasn't class. Course. There wasn't one class that I kind of dove head first. I, I think I did love the challenge of like math though. I don't know why. I was I wasn't that great at it. I just think I loved the challenge of it though because I was I was not like very naturally gifted at it. I don't think. <laughs> What was your most challenging class you took? Like the hardest. Uh, oh, ninth grade history was, uh, I mean, that was, I, I missed DE um, for that class. And it was like, was it history of the like ancient world or something mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. And, and I remember like, I don't know if y'all still do the Peloponnesian War paper. Um, I don't think so. I don't think no, so. I, I mean, that, I've, I, I've, lived to, I've lived to see the day and like <laughs> lived to live to talk about it. But that was, I mean, that, that class, like, like at that given moment in my, like, I mean, that, was, that was the toughest class I ever took. I mean, obviously, your senior year was during COVID, but did you have a favorite high school tradition at Westminster? Um, I loved, like, I mean, I loved, like, Friday night, Friday night football. Like, I, I have a different vantage point of it doing WCAP mm-hmm. for it. So, like, but, like, I just, I mean, I look, those were, like, the nights I really look forward to. Mm-hmm. Where's your favorite study spot? Excuse me? Favorite study spot? Um, oh, study, I mean, uh... <laughs> I would say, like, honestly, like, I spent a lot of time in the, in the WCAT room. Like, I, the WCAT, the current iteration of it in Askew, uh, I spent, spent a little time here. I think that was, like, a senior year thing. But when I was a, when I was a freshman, old Campbell Hall, um, I don't even know if you guys, I mean, you guys know Campbell? Mm-hmm. Um, see, I'm not that old yet. That's good. Uh, the, the WCAT your room used to be in the basement there, and uh, I used to spend, like, a lot of time there. So I say, I mean, I say the WCAT room was a great study spot. People kind of leave you alone in here. Who was, like, the most influential person in life during high school? Maybe a coach, a teacher? Uh, I would say Mr. Searle, probably. I mean, I spent a lot of time around him, and, like, I think, um, you know, it was, like, crazy work ethic. That's the one thing that hopped, uh, jumps off the page. I mean, he's, like, in five different places at once. Good luck trying to track him yeah. down. Uh I think, though, like, you know, he, like, in ninth grade, like, I don't know what he saw in me or something like that, but, I mean, he was, like, really just, like, pushing for me to, like, uh, get on the air and, like, practice and get opportunities. Like, I remember Friday night football games, we'd be playing, like, Stone Mountain um, in DeKalb County, and it'd be halftime, and he'd, like, put on the headset and, like, just start talking with me about, like, school or something like that. Like, he just gave me, just gave me, like, reps on the air, and um, so, like, over my high school experience, like, meant a lot to me like personally but like also from like WCAP perspective like um you know he really like was like honest too like he just was really like kind of pushing to get better and I appreciated that greatly if you could go back and change one thing about high school what would it be I know you've graduated <laughs> COVID year so that may be it but is there anything else you would change yeah I would uh 
I would, I mean, the big thing off the bat is I would love to have not had COVID interrupt my senior year. Um, I don't, I mean, I had like a pretty cool high school experience. I'd say, I mean, I got to like, got to play varsity baseball. It's always what I wanted to do. I got to do WCAT. That's always what I want to do. Those were kind of the two things like growing up that I was like, I just want to do that. And I got to do both of them. So I, I don't, I don't really have too many like complaints or one thing that I would change except for like not being able to like, I mean, we kind of like all joked that day, like, oh, we're not going to ever graduate. And then that to end up like, <laughs> to end up like, I mean, we ended up like having like graduation ceremony in like August, but like it's obviously not like the normal mm-hmm. commencement. So I think that was probably like, that was probably like the biggest thing. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. We had a pleasure listening to you and everything you have to say. I mean, thank you so much. No problem. Just glad you. to be back anytime. Thank you so much, Jack. That was great. Now let's get back over to Westminster Current Sports. We will start out with baseball. Varsity did clinch second place in the region. They were only behind Holy Innocence, and they had two great games against them a couple weeks ago. But last week, they, slept, they swept Druid Hills 11-1 to and then 11-4 to on Monday. Senior night was also on Monday, so thank you for everyone who came out. It was a great game. And Reed Pemberton, Arjun Pradhan, both both threw three innings with zero in runs, and sophomore Jackson Hausner came in in the seventh inning and threw a scoreless frame. So overall, great season for the Batcats, and their final game is today on Wednesday away at Lakeside, so good luck to all of them. And if they come out with a win today, they will end the season with 21 wins and only seven losses, so just great overall season for the Cats. Boys Lacrosse has also been having a good season. They just had their last home game last night, unfortunately lost um, to Lambert, but they're a really good team in the state. Um, their last regular season game is next, or is this Thursday at Pace. And girls lacrosse won their senior night last week against Southwest DeKalb with goals from every senior but two, which is really impressive. And then they have a game today. And then boys soccer, they did win their game last week, and they have a couple more games up to the season. They're in the state playoffs, so good luck to them. And then the girls soccer, they won their first round of state against Mount Zion Jonesboro. And the girls soccer has been just a bit, a bit of a juggernaut all year, so... Hopefully they can continue that and win another state championship. Boys and girls tennis are both region champs, and they have both started state. Both won their first round of state. Boys had it Monday, and girls had it yesterday on Tuesday. And next round of state will be next week. Nice. And then gymnastics, they won their senior night last week, and they beat the fourth-ranked team to win. They moved up to eighth place in the state, and they compete in area today. Track had senior night last week, and it was just a fun time recognizing and celebrating all the seniors' accomplishments, and I think they did well in that meet, too. Yep, and then the crew last week, JV8 placed second, only to Baylor's first eight, and they beat soundly the Baylor's second team and two other club teams there, too. Their next regatta is in a few weeks, so good luck to them. That's all for Westminster Sports. Thank you guys so much for listening in, and we'll see you guys next week.